1: Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike, the man, socially distanced a decent ways for me, my good boy Mookie. Mookie, how you feeling tonight, man? I gotta
2: tell you, this feels so good right now. I <laughs> can't explain how good this feels. <laughs> so, I'm away from it all, kick back, relax, have a couple of drinks.
1: It's, it's this
2: is gonna be great it's
1: basically it's basically the only way to spend a wednesday uh and we appreciate you guys spending your wednesday with us this is craft Root sports home of the drunkest sports takes on the internet uh we got a great show uh there's craziness going on in the world we were able to scrape through just enough sports talk to fill out a show i think we've got enough to to get through a whole show
2: Sports, sports talk being a very <laughs> it'll, it'll work. We'll be fine. We'll get through it. We'll have some time, some fun. We'll have some laughs.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. Uh, be sure to chime in with whatever you guys want to talk about on the Facebook live feed. Also, shout out to Twelve Ounce Sports. Uh, for simulcasting on all of their networks uh, if you guys are listening on 12 ounce sports be sure to hit up the drunk line 44037 drunk you can text us with any of your super hot takes uh, so much to get into we're gonna get into what we're actually doing during this time without sports uh, we're, we're gonna talk about that a little bit I've also uh, I'm gonna introduce everybody we're going back to the barbecue we got some hot takes that we need to grow up uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do some hot takes barbecue. It's
2: the barbecue season today for the first time it really is it finally like felt barbecue. like it. For the first time all year today, let's do it. Let's go. Let's grill some meat, my man.
1: <laughs> I also there was also a, a survey that came out recently that I take a lot of issue with uh, that that we're going to talk about here. They're trying to say Texas is the state that's drinking the most during the quarantine, and there's no way. There's no way that's the case.
2: Well. I mean, how do we define this? Is this per capita? Is this volume? Because there's a lot of people in Texas, right? <laughs> in California, they got legal weed, so they're probably split there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, what are our measurements? Like, I'm all for this conversation.
1: All right, let's, let's get into Let's do first pour, and then we'll and then we'll do that. Uh, this is first pour brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Look, everybody, we got the hookup for you. All you got to do is go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. You get 10% off your entire order. It should be baseball season starting tomorrow. It's not. It's not. But if you want to feel like it's baseball season and drink out of a bat like we do here on the show, go to dugoutmugs.online slash craft. No code, nothing you need. Just hit that link up. You get 10% off your entire order. Dugoutmugs.online slash craft. This week's beer, as I kind of uh, vamp a little bit to get to the right screen.
2: Well, it's going to be okay because I have something for you here. You know, this is just going to add to the lore for when the Reds win the pennant. that <laughs> right we are all locked down with the Corona and the Reds. They overcame a shortened season, less time to get together and form as a group. And they went there and they won the pennant. So, <laughs> like, don't look at it as if it's not baseball season. It's just not baseball season yet.
1: Yet. Exactly. Not baseball season yes. I love the optimism, Mookie. I got you,
2: man. We're all in on baseball this year.
1: <laughs> it figures the year that you decide to like baseball is the year that it may not happen. Of course did I,
2: that's, did I do
1: this? You this might thing? have. You might have totally jinxed all of us. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> this week's beer, uh, I'm that's drinking cool. it because it's here at, at the Speakeasy and not with Drew. Uh, I'm drinking Meowza from Georgetown Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington. Oh. It is an 8.1% ABV brew. Here's what the head brewer had to say about this one. This is on uh, Georgetown Brewing's website. They say, quote, If you force-fed a watermelon, a steady diet of mandarin oranges and pineapples, and then dropped said watermelon into a wood chipper, the resulting aromas and flavors that came out of the business end of that wood chipper would be the best way to describe this new double IPA. As much as I dislike the term juicy, this double IPA is very juicy and has very little bitterness for the style. 4.05 caps on untapped is juicy. This is a juicy brew.
2: I, so I read this description in the show notes before this, and that was literally when I sent you the text. I was like, hey, so like, can I order from Tavor and get here in time for next show? <laughs> I was like, damn it. I can't believe I'm missing out on this. That sounds amazing. <laughs> give, us, give us viewers at home, if you will. Does it smell as good as the description makes it it's, sound? So
1: I'm not getting any watermelon flavor to it. I do get a little bit of the pineapple flavor. Um, and it, uh, this it's more of like a citrus, not necessarily mandarin orange, just like a citrus that kind of stops the bite from the IPA. Um, but it, it does have that, that soft mouthfeel. It, it's got all the good mouthfeels.
2: We're a double IPA too, man. Damn, right, that's what's crazy. That. What, oh, are you,
1: what are you drinking tonight?
2: Well, so... I was trying to figure out what it was going to be. I was going to walk by the bodega that has remained open because it's essential personnel to see if I get myself a foti, but I forgot. We dug deep, and actually, in in, in keeping with the times, I, I got myself a little little Corona here left over from the weekend. So we were trying to get a little spring spirit going. We were, you know, at the same time, like you can't ever go wrong with this. So we're drinking leftover Corona lights, which. I... Is a Corona Light less ABV than a Corona Extra, or is that just calories?
1: Um, probably both. Damn
2: it! All right, that explains a lot then. Yeah. Uh, we well, well done
1: on that, uh, on that lime there. You did, you did some good work on that, man.
2: Do this proper, right here. <laughs> I do proper.
1: All right, this has been First Pour, brought to you by Dugout Mugs. Again, that link: dugoutmugs.online dot online slash craft to get ten percent off your entire order. Uh, dude, Meowza is. Oh, I so so I wish I had chilled more than two for the show because I might have to run and like grab another one midway through. I just I'll put you on the main screen. I'll be like, Mookie, go get it. I gotta go take care of this. I gotta get some more of this beer.
2: I can kill some time, man. <laughs> I, I can kill some time. I got stories. All
1: right, let me let's get right into this. We we were just talking time. about this uh uh this study that came out or whatever where they're saying that. People in Texas are drinking the most beer, uh, or the most alcohol during lockdown. The way that they're, go ahead,
2: alcohol versus volume of just liquid.
1: Yeah, if I like guess if, like
2: if you're talking the, because I could see Texans crushing some tequila. <laughs> like they're really getting that agave. Then like, yeah, we're kind of all fun. <laughs> oh, right, just <budge. laughs> – um, so <laughs> Flip the flagger, I need to know a lot of parameters here. I got a lot of questions, man. All
1: right. Well, here's, let me give you, first, I'll give you the top 10 states. Uh, Texas was number one, California, number two, New Mexico, number three, Hawaii, number four, Arizona, five, Nevada, six, Louisiana, seven, Mississippi, eight, Idaho, nine, and Georgia, 10. Uh, those are your top 10 and here's how they did this analysis. And this is why I'm calling shenanigans on this. This was uh, done by a a group called Seriously Smoked, is the website. They analyzed more than 200,000 geotagged tweets over the last 30 days. And then using keywords, phrases, and hashtags uh, based on those states, they're saying those are the people that are at home drinking. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that because real drunks, real drunks during this lockdown aren't tweeting about being drunk. We're just drunk.
2: Hell no! Why, yeah, what, what I got to do? Why I got to tweet about it? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it's ridiculous. Absolutely, ridiculous. I will say if they were sourcing from like untapped posts, that could more, check-ins. More legitimate
1: yeah, check-ins would be fine. I'd be okay with that. Uh, that's definitely a better gauge than just tweeting Twitter, out drunk.
2: Twitter. What is Twitter? <laughs> Twitter's where people say they can get brooms to stand upright Because the geogravitational fields of Earth are aligning. <laughs> I like that Facebook live audience though those people are smart <laughs> Twitter that's stupid
1: I don't get i i I just don't understand when they come up with these these like studies, and then like people take it like a badge of honor like I saw people from Texas, my good buddy Blake was posted about it and was like, "See, we do it right in Texas. It's like, wow. no, you guys just tweet about it, it right
0: is
2: it fair? Is it fair to represent the entirety of Texas with Blake?
1: yeah. It is. Money Blake Weather is Texas.
2: (laughs) Uh, Honestly, though, I said that earlier. I'm really excited. Yeah, Scott knows exactly what's up. The entire Midwest isn't tweeting. We're getting hammered. Like, exactly. What else are we going to do? Real drunks are just drinking. Yes. Right. We can't, like... Today was probably the first day you could go sit out on a porch and like have a brew, right? Before that, it's been cold, gray, and depressing. So why are we tweeting about how shitty our life is? <laughs> exactly. Like, ain't got time for that.
1: Also, in in the Midwest, we do that anyways. Like this this hasn't changed habits. The only difference is I bought more at a time to in case I wasn't allowed to leave the house, like. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Different stuff too, I bet.
1: Nah, same stuff. A lot of bourbon, a yes. lot of beer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> what what beer did you buy? Because like it's getting to be like porch season. So I buy different beers when, you know, that season rolls around. What's your
1: others. what's your porch drinking beer?
2: Uh oh God, what was it? It uh there was a there was a watermelon sour I was really into last Ooh. year. Um uh, maybe it was a gose. God, I'd feel terrible not knowing the name, but again, that I don't spend delicious. time talking about what I drink, I just drink. Yeah, it was amazing. If it's uh,
1: porch beers or after grass cutting beers, I go hams. That's my that's my go to. I feel like that's a good like dad beer. The the I, cheap. I
2: hams. Yeah.
1: But I if. Used
2: judge, I used to judge an establishment by like how well they could make like a Manhattan or a margarita. <laughs> now I judge them on how they react when I ask for a hams back because that says everything.
1: <laughs> Don't you hate on my hams back? All right. So we're in agreement that this, this study is all bullshit, right? None of it makes. Okay, good. Moving on from that. uh, I want to know without sports, uh, what have you been doing, man? What have you been occupying your time with? Because at first I was like, all right, I could do this. I could get through. And then I hit this wall and I'm just like, I don't know what, especially now with like baseball season starting baseball season. There's a baseball game every single day. And now, I don't get to watch it. Changes
2: it changes all your normal habits. Like, yep. you know, if you went to Twitter, all the dummies are like, you can't read the same stuff. Like your app notifications are all different. You don't get those emails. Subscri- like you got, there's nothing like, yeah. and it's, and it usually like you could find somewhere in the world that sports are still happening. Apparently they like, Turkey's still playing basketball. I thought I heard or something. <laughs> I don't know. I couldn't find a line on it. I was looking real hard, but like you're relegated to watching idiots play Fortnite. And like, <laughs> that, like that's their profession now, which just justifies so many tens of thousands of millennials now becoming unproductive members of society, but <laughs> whatever it's fine. I wish I could pull that off somehow. I wish my parents were gullible enough to let me stay at home and play video games.
1: Dude, that'd be amazing.
2: That'd be the best. right? I wish
1: my wife but- was gullible enough for me to pull that off. <laughs> like I'm ready to do it now. <laughs> She is kind of gullible enough to let me do a, a weekly sports and beer show in the basement, <laughs> thinking that it may take off at some point.
2: Yeah, and when it does, she's gonna look like a genius. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what your point is here because this is clearly a wise investment of your time.
1: <laughs> all right, what are you watching? What are you watching yes, to get we've, through?
2: We've actually, I, you know, I at first I was ashamed to admit it, but now I'm all in, man. We've been watching very cavaliery. Kristen Cavallari's reality show. And let me tell you, my man, Jay Cutler, straight up slays like he is the reason to watch that show. And you know what? The the gals on there ain't bad to look at either. Like that's, <laughs> that doesn't hurt, you know, passing the time with other idiotic, like dramatic fights about who who looked at who the wrong way or whom the wrong way, whatever. But like Jay Cutler is just a man's man and I respect him. But the key is, and this is where we need to make sure that all our dudes, you know, kind of like, let's tuck over the side here and keep the wife's side of the way so they don't find out. The key is, Jay and Kristen have fights like any other married couple would. And it's not like fight fights, knockdown drag. It's just like arguments that we always lose. Like, let's be honest, guys. We're always going to lose the arguments. But Jay does just good enough of a job arguing our point that Kristen goes, okay. You may have you may have a point here. You lose, but she listens, and so when our wives and girlfriends and women in our lives watch this show and see that, we have a little bit higher leg to stand on.
1: Wait, so you're you're thinking that Jay Cutler and Kristen Cavallari are going to be able to help relationships nationwide through their show?
2: Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent.
1: That's the craziest it's like, take.
2: Like, <laughs> honey, maybe we shouldn't have you and that one friend talk about the problem you had at this birthday party tonight at the bar. And you know it's going to happen anyways. But Jay convinces Kristen it's probably not a great idea. We we have a little bit of, we have a little bit of backing there.
1: I so I tried to watch one episode of that. I got through one episode and I I couldn't get past it. That was like the most that I could take. But I do have what's to say, that? what's that?
2: How much screen time did Jay have? Not
1: very much. That's the problem, I think. I think. Problem. Uh, yeah. Although and he it, did.
2: It was
0: just terrible.
1: In the pilot episode, like the the girls that Kristen works with came over and Jay just refused to say hi to him. And then he texted Kristen was like, somebody parked in the yard and she made the girls move. She parked on his lawn.
2: <laughs> And then there's an episode later where he makes her – the next time she comes back to work there, he makes her come out to the lawn with him and put down cones of where she's allowed to park. He makes her go out to the lawn and – that's what I'm saying. Jay is is the guy that, like, we all aspire to be fighting back against our wife who still obviously is always right, putting up just enough resistance that he's heard and respected – but also, like, doesn't erode the trust and the love and the relationship in the house.
1: Dude, there's a push. Uh, there's a groundswell of people that want Jay Cutler to be the new uh, color analyst on Monday Night Football. Ever since Peyton Manning turned it down, he turned down ESPN, everybody wants Jay Cutler to be that guy now.
2: America couldn't handle handle Jay's realism. <laughs> Dude, just shoot straight. <laughs> Like, one of my favorite scenes is, like, Kristen comes back from, like, a day at the office with girls being petty about who cares what, who or who's co- same color top, whatever, some dumb shit like that. And Jay just goes, sounds like you need to fire someone. I'd fire someone. <laughs> oh, no. And Kristen's like, I don't how to do that. Like, two episodes later, she ends up firing someone. And she goes, yeah, you were right. America can't handle that every Monday night.
1: Oh man well i've been I haven't been going uh, I, I went reality as well uh but I went with the the other show that's been all yeah, over yeah. social media Tiger King who boy! You haven't seen
2: it even. Yet, right? Summarize that for us. I watched the trailer last night. It's now high, high on our list, but we got to get through Caleb, you know, dude, uh seasons.
1: Dude, there is there is no way to summarize Tiger King. It is the craziest show I've ever watched in my life. It's you start off meeting a gay gun-toting guy who owns his own zoo in Oklahoma. Uh, you find out that he's got two husbands. Uh, he's Beefing with a lady who wants to shut down all these private zoos, but she may have killed her husband and fed him to her own tigers. And then there's another guy.
2: She's
1: tigers. <laughs> yeah, she's got. She rescues tigers she, and yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got a sanctuary. But then there's another guy that has his own zoo, but that's more like a cult, and he like tricks young girls to have sex with them and then uh, stay there and work for hundred dollars a week for hours on it. It is the greatest show that I've ever seen. Like when I got to the end of it, I was mad that the show was over.
2: So, so you know what, you know what this immediately popped in my head is. It sounds like basically what this is, is this is Seinfeld for 2020. (laughs) Basically what you described was a show about nothing. (laughs) Just crazy people in Oklahoma. They're all from Oklahoma. No, uh,
1: Joe exotic. Who's the main guy is from Oklahoma. Uh, then there's Carol Baskins. She's the one that probably killed her husband. Uh, she's in Florida. And then Doc Antille is, I think, South Carolina. There, It's bananas, dude. It is bananas. First of all, I didn't realize there was this whole world of, like, cub breeding and selling. And, like, they, they do these horrible things where they'll breed a, a baby tiger cub. And it's only good up until a certain age. And then after that, it could start killing people. And they just get rid of it. And they sell it off. But, like, the, the baby time, they're, like, charging people 50 bucks a pop to pet a baby tiger. It's insane. It's insane, man. Also somebody yeah. got their arm bit off on the show. Like <laughs> live? Uh, I mean it yeah, you don't you don't you see the aftermath. They like kind of blur it because apparently it was disgusting. But yeah, the this lady lost an arm and then went back after her amputation and went back and worked at the the, the zoo again.
2: Well yeah, cuz they already got the arm. What are they going to do? It's metal now.
1: <laughs> it's the I- a- it's the crazy show if you've not watched uh, Tiger King on Netflix, highly recommend. And I am sorry if I ruined it for anybody, but uh, it's still or worth it. What? It's still worth it.
2: All you just it- described all the characters. You didn't describe any of the plot. You didn't spoil <laughs> any like reveals other than someone gets their arm bit off, but like
1: You see that, that within the first thirty stupid. seconds of the show. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's bold. Like they start out here. Like they just go hard right off the bat. That's
1: what hooked me. I was like, "Wait a second. If this is where we're starting, where is this show going to go?" And it did not disappoint. It was the See, it was amazing. Is,
2: this is what excites me so much. And I don't know, maybe this is just me being a special person that whatever. Anyways, I cannot wait to hear all the studies that come out about America's behavior during these times. Whether it's the boozing, what they watch on Netflix, like what Facebook and Twitter like I cannot wait to hear all the hidden gems of like <laughs> so apparently there are a lot of fans of puzzle competitions. <laughs> the ratings for the shot through the roof. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. It is going to
1: be kind of bizarre. Uh, and how much do you think we're going to be changed after this, though?
2: Well, but would this show rate right as well if we weren't all stuck inside for five weeks?
1: Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, this is the show that people would be like. I want to just stay in and watch this show. It could be beautiful out and they're like, no, no, no. I'm going to go in and I'm going to watch this. Uh, Jeff chiming in on Facebook live. He said he's hammered and tweeting and he lives in Zanesville, the animal outbreak there. They referenced that in the show too. Do you remember that in Zanesville when the dude had like a bunch of exotic animals and he just let them loose?
2: Yeah, because that's when I learned what Zanesville was. (laughs) Um, I do. And I remember thinking about like, shit, can I drive there? Like how close is this? Can I go check this out?
1: (laughs) That was insane, man. I never knew that there were people that – I mean I always heard the stories about like Mike Tyson supposedly had a tiger at his place in Warren uh, and he like kept a a white tiger on the property. But I didn't realize that like people do this. They have their own personal zoos. It's crazy.
2: So like – so, like, what kind of what kind of money you got to be pulling down to have your own zoo? Like, could we get like could we get like an ostrich or like a yeah. little like maybe like a little bird? Kind yeah, we of could
1: we could probably do some small animals. Uh, like the, a goat,
2: the... those little goats they have at yoga. <laughs> do you want them?
1: <laughs> yeah, you can get, you can get some little goats. I know Look. people that got little goats.
2: Jay Cutler knows about goats. He knows about the right <laughs> goats to get for fertilizer there's a certain kind of goat you should get to fertilize your lawn, but there's a different kind of goat you should get for yoga. Apparently.
1: Oh, so they're not the same goat. It's different, different breed, different breeds of when goat.
2: Chris had a yoga. She she was like, "Well, why don't we take this home?" And Jay goes, "No, they don't make good fertilizer." Like, like I'm just saying, do no stuff.
1: Interesting. I didn't realize that that was the case. <laughs> how does yeah. How does Jay Cutler know so much about goat fertilizer?
2: Apparently, he's a very nitri kind of dude. You know, back from his days at Vanderbilt. <laughs> oh, he also says at one point in this in the show too, he goes, yeah, I was all about football. I didn't really do that at school, but uh, I knew I was going to be all right at football, so I focused on that because that was my only shot. <laughs> he <laughs> seems – His only chance of being at all successful is football. So he's like, I'm just going to stay right here. I'm going to stay in my lane.
1: If you, if you look at Jay Cutler's face – And then imagine that for it's like, yes, of course, that's the dude that's like, nah, man, I'm not smart. I just got footballer. That's it. Like, that's the face you would picture. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The other show I've been watching, and you've seen this one before, right? 60 Days In.
2: Oh, my God. I have. But also, Scott said he's going to start as a GoFundMe for a fainting goat.
1: Sweet. That's awesome. uh, yeah. Oh man, uh, Loudbeard saying this better be a good episode. He chose this over the season finale of The Tiger King. I hope I don't sure. regret my decision. Totally. You're,
2: ne- You're just gonna watch it 45 minutes later.
1: Yeah, he totally is gonna regret his decision because I That's would true. I would have skipped this show if I only had one episode left of Tiger King.
2: <laughs> Mike has negative five episodes left. <laughs>
1: I'm on my second viewing because why not? What else is there to do? No, I I started watching 60 Days In, and if you've never heard of this show, they take regular people who want to go into prison to, like, help figure out prison reform or, like, find out what's going on. Yeah, they don't get paid either. Like, they just get to go in, uh, and they sit there for 60 days, and they're treated like regular inmates because they don't want to blow the cover. The the COs don't know. There's only, like, two people, the sheriff – uh, the captain and like one other person who knows that these people aren't real prisoners. So they're treated the exact same way as every other prisoner. They're left alone. They're, you know, good luck. And who it is intense, man.
2: So are we, are we still like in spoiler alert, like range with this or like, is it aired long enough ago? We don't have to do that.
1: I feel like that's, it's aired long enough ago. Uh, let's find out when 60 days in first aired, Well.
2: (laughs) All I'm saying is, spoiler alert: jail sucks, dude. <laughs>
1: it like, premiered in 2016. I think we're okay. <laughs> cool,
2: yeah. So jail is awful. I'll never go. Uh, <laughs>
1: My favorite was the one dude that uh he like he got put in uh, ad seg for messing with the cameras, and then he was like, "This is the greatest. This was a breeze." And they're yeah. like, "All right, well, we're gonna put you yeah. back in general <laughs> population." And he was like, "My stomach hurts. I can't go." <laughs>
2: That dude that dude is the guy from Tennessee that buys seventeen thousand bottles of hand sanitizer then <laughs> can't tell who that asshole was. Like I remember that guy so much. Was It Rob
1: Robert, yes. <laughs> wow Good, good memory, yeah, yeah. He was, a he was the, the worst. Deep, he was like, It wasn't bad. It w- it really wasn't bad and they're like, Nah, you were scared and he was like, You got it all wrong. You got it all wrong. It's like, nah, you were scared.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. He was terrified. His little twinkle toes.
1: I don't blame him either. I'd be scared too. Uh, so there's there's our recommendations.
2: I am to go to jail. <laughs> right. <It's> simple.
1: <laughs> of course, of course, he's gonna love being in solitary confinement. Nobody can kill him in there. He's like, this is easy. Cool. All right, That's I can handle the this first one.
2: Thing that can happen to you in jail. <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's take a minute and thank our sponsor, uh, More Labs. If you are in Texas or anywhere else and drinking heavily during uh, this quarantine, be sure to hit up morelabs.com. Use the code sports and get 20% off your entire order. All you got to do, drink one bottle of morning recovery while you're partying or up to an hour after you're done. You are going to wake up feeling perfectly fine the next morning. Guaranteed or your money back. They've also got liquid focus, which is like a no crash. Uh, like five hour energy drink type thing and they just released a new product uh that'll help you fall asleep. Uh it's it's no drugs, anything like that. Uh, so that's one that I definitely have to
2: get.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's one that's one that I because like the that's bourbon crazy. isn't doing it for me. Like that just makes me want to drink more bourbon. So <laughs>
2: Yeah, because you, you can't stop thinking about the fact that you got to wake up tomorrow morning and your kids are still at your house.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Go to morelabs.com, use the code SPORTS, and get 20% off your entire order.
2: So, super right. serious question. Do they qualify as essential personnel? Because if not, I'm, I will start that petition.
1: Do kids qualify or more labs?
2: No more labs.
1: <laughs> I mean, I feel like they should. I thought you meant to my kids qualify. I was like, I don't know. Probably not.
2: I mean, they're essential to the troll watching community on Netflix. I don't know.
1: <laughs> we're about to get onward, man. That's the new, that's the new Pixar joint. They're they're not even putting it in theaters. They're just like, go ahead and download it. Whatever. We don't care. It is what it is.
2: <laughs> you guys are stuck. Anyways, you're all addicted. Yeah. Disney ain't going anywhere. We got your dollars. They're like,
1: we're, we're taking it's a bath big on big this big, one.
2: We can milk you later, yeah. (laughs) A true parasite. They don't want to kill the host body too soon.
1: (laughs) All right, I want to uh, let me let me get things ready here because I want to take a trip to uh, the the barbecue. Uh, I think we should uh, we should grill up some meat here because you did mention it is nice out for the first time ever.
2: Just here in Cincinnati, I hope. I hope that everyone wherever you are, you know, shelter in placing or quarantining, I hope the weather is at least half as decent as this because it definitely makes it a lot more tolerable. Yeah, when and you can it when, gives you hope. Yeah. You know?
1: When you can go out and, and stoop it and uh and drink on the porch, it's it's not a, a terrible walk, way to a little,
2: go. A little exercise. Not too much exercise. You don't work that hard.
1: <laughs> All right, let's let's fire up this barbecue. Uh because there were some takes that came out this week that I just, I'm not, I'm not happy with uh, some of these. There's, there's three takes that we're going to get to. Uh, so we'll start with this first one here. Go ahead.
2: I'm really sorry to hear that. I, I want to see you happy, you know? Well,
1: you know, it's, it's ups and downs, man. It's ups and downs in this life. Uh, first one comes from Brady Papinga, who was, uh, he played for BYU and played for the Packers for a while. He said, quote, Lamar Jackson is the poor man's Taysom Hill. It's not the other way around. That's what we have in Taysom. That's why the Saints aren't messing around. He eventually will be taken care of. Drew, on a scale of freezer meat to burnt toast, how is that take that Taysom Hill, is, or Lamar Jackson is the poor man's Taysom Hill?
2: I mean, who who did this?
1: Uh, that was Brady Papinga.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> This is this is frozen uh, frozen vegetable protein meat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I like I kind of see what he's going for, but Lamar Jackson's a starter. He takes every snap. He performs on every down. Uh, Taysom Hill. He's he's not a gimmick player. He's not. You know what I mean? Like he has a bigger role in the offense than that dude is a legit football player. Yeah. But like let him let him take all 70, 80 whatever snaps it is a quarterback in an NFL game, manage an offense, run a game plan and then talk to me um two seasons later after he's been doing that for 2 years straight and lighting up the league. I mean that's just garbage, but you know, homeboy trying to get a book deal, I get it. It's,
1: it is such a terrible take like I I hate the idea that People just continue to trash Lamar Jackson. And I know being that uh this you know we're in the uh we're in the same division as Lamar uh here in Cincinnati, seeing that dude twice a year terrifies me. He is unreal. Like, and I know he's you know he's kinda slower to get started in his, his rookie season. Last season he turned it on, but that dude is gonna be a beast. It is gonna be fun to see between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson like just see them battle for the MVP every single year
2: yeah and like honestly Lamar Jackson I don't think he gets enough credit for being a proficient passer as he is like he's he's not at that Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes as Trey Wingo likes to call him he's not at his level yet but the kid is performing and improving year after year and so like he's growing into his game the throws that he struggles with uh are throws that any grown man would struggle with when you go outside the outside the hashes by the numbers out route hooks like that you gotta have a big arm in anticipation to hit those but he's working on them.
1: i also think there were so many drops like i went through and watched some of his incompletions somebody had posted a, a video of all like all of his incompletions from last year most of them were drops and they were stuff that like college kids should have caught The fact that these dudes are are dropping the ball on him is brutal. Uh, Robert Taylor saying Lamar Jackson is a poor man's MVP, if anything, if he can ever win a playoff game. Damn. (laughs) That's rough.
2: Maybe maybe Dalton's ever won a playoff game, so it happens. I don't know. Like, that's. What are you going to say? That's not fair criticism. No, it's it
1: is fair, but he's also only two years in. You can't say if he ever wins a playoff game after two years. Like the dude, I don't know. You can't. That's such a small sample we'll size.
2: Between uh, between what is it? Hollywood Brown and those tight ends in the middle of the field. He'll figure out the outside the number stuff. Like it, I'm not worried. But yeah, Taysom Hill. I mean, sure, neat. They're paying what eighteen mil a year now for like an H back,
1: right? For a, for a they
2: didn't pay Tim Tebow that much money. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, let's decide. Uh, <laughs> let's let's throw some more meat on the grill here. Uh, this one comes from Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter said on Get Up quote How about having one round of the draft on every night? So we have seven nights, seven rounds. Basically, it's the Hanukkah of NFL drafts. That's a, that's a good line. I that
0: part.
1: <laughs> there's no rush to get through anything. It gives teams on the clock more time. It's not like coaches have to have players in minicamps next week. They don't. There are no minicamps. There's no off-season program. There's no other sporting event on the calendar. Have the draft occur one round per night for one straight week. So, True. What do you think of this one?
2: Point of order. Hanukkah is eight nights. It is right.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: splitting the first round in half because I'm here for that too. So, like you said, what was it to to burnt toast or whatever? What's the complete opposite of uh, freezer meat?
1: Uh, freezer meat. Well, that's I mean, I, leftover freezer meat, like buried in the bottom of the drawer. Freezer meat.
2: No, I mean like the oh, hottest. The, the you
1: hottest you could
2: <laughs> Still on fire, burning embers like. <laughs> dropped
1: in the here. coals. <laughs> yes.
2: Hot. Oh man. That is awesome. That's a great idea. You Take like it, this man. idea?
0: Love
1: it. Oh, it's a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. Dude. Think about this for real. Like I get, there's no other sports on, but how much of the draft do you really watch? Like you watch the first round, maybe watch a little bit of the second round and then you follow everything else on Twitter. Who cares? Like, you get it on Twitter before it goes, it's announced anyways.
2: But that's my point. They they take it like they – all right, so the, the way they cover the first round last year, because it hasn't happened this year, they take that level of coverage, and they do that for eight nights in a row? I'm watching the whole goddamn time. <laughs> I have no idea who these dudes are, but if I've got Mel Kuiper breaking down tape and analyzing stats and, like <laughs> – jumps and reaches i am there for that do you have any idea how badly i miss sports
1: they can't like, do I, that I, though because it, there is no I, tape I, for these guys <laughs> I
2: watched it. oh okay that's fair that's, that's
1: why it. they're like okay just moving on nobody knows who this guy is like, yeah he's from liberty university here you go okay good job see you bye
2: liberty's gotta have cameras somewhere <laughs> shit like Give me a picture of him in like the cafeteria. Like, look at the way he moves through the line. Look how smart he is. <laughs> he skipped those fatty beans and went to the high protein broccoli or whatever. <laughs> Shit. I don't care, Mike. Like All right. I'm trying to on this. I just want to watch it. I, I get
1: I get the desire for not having sports and needing something to fill that gap, but I don't think the NFL draft is the solution because it's already painful enough. Can you imagine stretching it out? Like that's the other thing too those you've got to have those guys on the clock because it's so damn boring while they're waiting to make their pick like to give them more time because you've got an entire night to do it
2: that's fair so like what is, the first round it was Is it is it five minutes a pick uh
1: 15? something like that
2: so like i think you do it the way they do like maybe the second and third round or i think you have like a minute or you've like you got a tighter window but I'm not asking for a lot. Like, give me an hour, two hours.
1: That's fair. Uh, Scott Scott says, "Act like you wouldn't watch Seven Days of the Draft. Life's so damn boring right now. I'm watching you guys." Fair point. Fair point. And that's a point for Scott. <laughs> yeah. Scott deserves uh, uh, Scott deserves that for that one. That's a that's a good call out there. I have one more. Uh, I I didn't have this one in the pre-show doc, but this is one that I. Uh, I'm feeling some kind of way about. So they asked, they're, they're asking uh, baseball players. What's going to happen now that we're going to this likely shortened season uh, okay. with everything stopping. Uh, and the uh, owner of the Toronto blue Jays uh, came out with, uh, I'm sorry. it was the general manager of the Toronto blue Jays had a, a good idea for this that people are saying is a, a fantastic idea. He said, I think there's probably some interesting creative ways to potentially modify the schedule. Uh, Talk of double headers and whatnot. If you go that route and end up doing a lot of double headers, uh, do it the minor league way where you're doing seven inning double headers. Those kind of things. That way you can fit in 162 games in a shorter time frame. Drew, where have you heard this idea before? Where has that one been mentioned? I, I mean...
2: I mean, I got to give a shout out to my man,
1: Joe. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here.
2: <laughs> we saw baseball. We did this, remember?
1: Yeah. I've been saying for the longest time, it's not the length of the games. It's the length of the season. Shorten the season and do seven inning double headers like they do in college ball. And now they're actually talking about it. People are that's a good idea. I'm like, I know it's a damn good idea. I said it. So this take, super hot fire. <laughs>
2: This, this is fair. I I gotta be honest. I kind of stopped listening after a shortened season. I was like, "Yep, this is all a win." <laughs> no, I actually love it. No, I I will admit that I I have watched probably a decent amount of college ball over the years, um, between college baseball and college softball. I've I've watched probably more of that than major league baseball. That's um, fair. But I Poly like like I like I like the, like the double header notion. You know what I mean? Because like you get in, you play one. All right guys, we didn't get that one. Let's go back out and get him. Like, I don't know, there's just there's more there's more of the uh, the storytelling that baseball seems to lean heavily on in those. I'm for it, but how do they make that work with like travel and all that? So are you doing are you doing like a a Friday Saturday four game set? Like what do you how does that You could do
1: you could do a Saturday Sunday four game set and only do it for instances where you're playing in division games. So you don't have to – like the Reds don't have to play the Cardinals seven times throughout the year or eight times throughout the year. They only play them three times, and, and all three of those have doubleheaders. You know what I mean? Like there's ways to make it work.
2: I'm not – a you know, yeah. I, I would love it, but those weak-ass fools are never going to do it.
1: I mean they might have to this year, and this year if they do that and they get a ton of ratings for it, maybe – it's something that, that they consider in the future. Shorten that window. It doesn't have to be from March until October. You know what I mean? F- have the season finishing up once football's starting. It'd be, problem, it'd be golden. The
2: problem is MLBPA has Major League Baseball by the nuts.
1: That's fair. But I, and I they think exactly
2: they have to work hard for their paychecks.
1: <laughs> Robert Taylor saying nobody likes a braggart. Mike, fine. But if it does happen and everybody likes it, just know where you heard it first. It was right here uh, from this guy on Craft
2: Sports. I'll give you, I'll give you a 24-ounce prime rib. Well done.
1: <laughs> yes. All right. I'll take that. Now, yeah. I think when I did this hot take before, everybody kind of gave me like, eh, that was okay. I'll give you like a medium well, medium maybe. <laughs>
2: So, so, so part of my problem with our rating system now that I really start to think about it, because before this moment, every take has been freezer meat for me. Yeah. um Like the hotter the take, the less rare the the meat, right? Yeah. Right. So, so I like you... got a little Ron Swanson to me. I prefer a more rare <laughs> you temperature like... on my take. <laughs>
1: you like so if I'm saying.
2: Well, and like, that's a really big positive. I'm like, but I don't want to eat that shit. We're going to have to adjust our ratings.
1: We're going to have to figure this out to take into this account.
2: This is a big challenge.
1: <laughs> we also have never really done anything that's like, yeah, that was a mediocre take. Like, it's always like, that was terrible. It's in the freezer. Or, yeah, that's a burning hot take. There's there's nothing that we've done in between.
2: Also, can we can we talk about Robert Taylor using the word braggart?
1: Yeah, that was a good use of braggart.
2: He's been clearly reading a lot during the quarantine. So I <laughs> promise you, man. I just want to know how many pictures were in his book.
1: <laughs> it was all just magazine articles about Pat Mahomes. That's it. <laughs>
2: Patty Mahomes, Hall of Famer. Twenty <laughs> twelve.
1: 2012. <laughs> uh, one thing that this virus has done is brought out a lot of conspiracy theories uh, I've enjoyed some of these myself. I've, I've traveled down some rabbit holes as people are posting conspiracy theories about how this virus started and who released it. And, uh, it's, it was actually at Area 51 and the U.S. has been working on this to try to declare martial law. And, and this was why they released the virus. And it's amazing. It's an amazing trip if you want to do it, but it got me thinking about like sports conspiracy theories. I was like, let's figure out how we can tie this into the show. Sports conspiracy. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I don't, I don't dig that at all, man. <laughs> I don't.
2: I'm so pissed. Last week it showed up on the feed, but it's not there. No, it's there. You're just no. behind. Right. Yeah. I was just delayed. Indeed.
1: Thanks, man. Yes. Thank you for that. Uh, All right, so, uh, so I I started looking into some sports conspiracy theories. I figured since we're not gonna have real sports to talk about for a while, why don't we dig into some of these uh, sports conspiracy theories and see if there's any uh, legs to some of these. So this week's that we're gonna talk about is Cal Ripken's streak. And supposedly what hey, are you're
2: not you're not gonna play the intro? I thought you had the tin full of hat stuff.
1: Oh, Drew. Thank you, man. Yeah, I right. uh
2: see that's what I was waiting for. I was like, he's gonna to have to go, he's gonna to have to get the 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 intro set up, all that. He'll be looking at the monitor and then bam, I'll hit him with a pennywise. Yeah, no,
1: way way to go. I, I apologize. Yes, let me uh okay. Let, let's it? let's get this fired up here. We'll go ahead and really dig into the conspiracy theory. You
2: know, this is a highly produced show. We're professionals here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the music is definitely creepy.
2: I mean, it's it makes it so much better. That's why we needed it.
1: It is very creepy. Uh, okay, so the theory for this one was that Cal Ripken's streak was aided by a fake power outage in August of 1997. And that allowed the Orioles to cancel a game that he wasn't going to be able to play so that he could continue his streak because they were making so much money off of it. Now the reason why this power outage happened since it only occurred at the stadium is the crux of this conspiracy theory. Here's the theory. Cal Ripken and his wife have long been friends with actor Kevin Costner. In August 1997, while Ripken's consecutive game streak was still attacked, Costner was staying at their residence. Cal Ripken left for that night's Orioles game, but then came back to the house because he forgot something and walked in on his wife having sex with Kevin Costner. Ripken called the Orioles owner, Pete Angelos, to tell him he wouldn't be able to play, and Angelos knocked out the power to the stadium, thus preserving the streak. Whew. Your your I'm, face is exactly how my face was when I first read this uh, conspiracy theory.
2: I'm astounded. <laughs> I am absolutely astounded. So I, again, this is one that I chose not to read. Like I skimmed over it because I just trying <laughs> to like see what the sets were. And I'm so glad I did. <laughs> when you started that off about like oh they staged a power outage, whatever to keep, I'm like yeah, obviously that totally happened. There's nothing to talk about here. That is a hundred percent true. But it's, but, it's why. The Kevin it's the why. Up, yes. <laughs>
1: uh, so now people are saying that this is clearly bunk, uh, that, that it's not the case, uh, that that's not why this happened, that Ripken was actually in the dugout ready to play. But if your mind's not right, maybe he was in the dugout. Uh, but he, he was like, look, I can't do this right now. I can't do this. And they were like, all right, we got you, Cal. We got you. Turn out the lights. And they just flipped the switch.
2: If he's in the dugout, what? Well, because like, what? What does he? What does he need to do to get credit for the game played?
1: He had to start. It was a consecutive start
2: streak. So like, he had to be on the field for one out. Right. Yeah. If he's in the dugout, this is completely false. Because if he's in the dugout, he can go get you one out. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, Scott saying he broke Wait, is, the streak is it in one 90- out.
2: Is there one at bat? <laughs>
1: hmm maybe it's one at bat because then he's got to.
2: you go Cal. go just stand at third we'll drill the lead off better it'll be fine
1: <laughs> you just got to get out there <laughs> right.
2: just show up
1: scott's saying he broke the record in 95 so who cares and that's the point of this the streak was it was he had already gotten the record he had he had broken the uh the the record but the Orioles were making money hand over fist with yeah. people who came to all of these games to see if Cal Ripken was going to play because it's history. It's like, I, I want to see the last one. And that's what it was. Everybody wanted to see the last one,
2: right? Because you do know what it is sometimes.
1: Right. So it was like, we got to go because this will be the last one that he that he gets.
2: Dude, speaking of which, do you think Vince Carter comes back next year then?
1: Oh, uh, man. Uh No.
2: It's a hard right. That right. is a hard right. Uh,
1: <laughs> did Kevin Costner have sex with his wife?
2: No. Judging no, they- by Vince Carter. Kevin Costner couldn't pull that. <laughs> There's a reason it was Cal Ripken's <laughs> wife.
1: Uh, I think actually, I think maybe Carter would come back since he didn't get to finish the season. Like he didn't, he didn't, was- he didn't get his final swan song.
2: No, and he deserves that of all people. I think they said something like there were dudes. That are in the league this year that were born the year Vince won his first slam dunk. His
1: teammates, there were dudes on his in his starting lineup that that yeah. were born when he won his first his first slam dunk, which was two years into the league.
2: Sorry. That uh, doesn't make any sense to me. Here's uh, the
1: other thing about this conspiracy theory that I can't get past. Is it? I need are,
2: more evidence, man.
1: Well, and by all accounts, and and I don't know, I don't really remember August of 1997 that well, uh, but.
2: You were drunk back then?
1: Probably. I mean, I was like 13, so yeah.
2: I I hope, man, I hope your Will is up to date and you got life insurance now, then. I'm just saying. I do.
1: I do. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh,
1: But here's what I can't get past. I feel like he played like the next day. Like, this isn't an extended thing. And it wasn't like, oh, we'll do it right before the All-Star break and that'll give you a week off. He was like back in the lineup the next day. So is it like, oh, man, I just caught Kevin Costner banging my wife. I can't go tonight. I'm going to go tomorrow though. We got a day game, right? I'll be fine by noon.
2: (laughs) Here's the thing, man. If that's what I, I walk into Kevin Costner being my wife. That's, that's, that's simple. Like in the, like in the immediacy, that's very easy to handle. Okay. Well, so she's clearly trash because she has terrible taste in men. (laughs) Kevin Costner sucks. Anyway,
0: so
2: (laughs) I'm Cal Ripken. The prenup is in my favor. Peace out. Like, go play ball. (laughs) Carry on. Go get a bird from the bar after the game. Like, you'll be fine. It'll burn more in, like, the two or three months after the fact. But, like, in the immediacy, it's like, okay, y'all some dummies. It'll be fine. <laughs> I I can't. I need, like, I need, like, some witnesses or I need some corroborating. I need, like, a phone record kind of situation. I need something more than that. Kevin Costner banging his wife is why he couldn't play ball for one night.
1: If there was corroborating evidence, this wouldn't be a conspiracy theory, Drew. That's the point of this. It's no, it's no, all a conspiracy no, they're, theory.
2: They're corroborating evidence, but it's from like some drunk that lived on the corner, so no one gives it any, you know, mind. <laughs> I need more than like a rumor, <laughs> in Baltimore, because it's like honestly, think about it. What else do people in Baltimore have to talk about?
1: Right? <laughs> the wire, like they're um, like
2: people they're are like, disrespecting Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah kevin kevin costner i will credit whoever started this rumor they clearly put thought into like the celebrity it's thing.
1: right you had to you have to pick the right celebrity because the wrong celebrity people aren't gonna believe it but kevin costner is like right in that wheelhouse
2: right and now too if you had picked kevin spacey nowadays i would be like oh yeah that's for real true <laughs> you know what i mean but then like you're, you're getting your shot then too right <laughs>
1: Uh, all right, I like this. I, uh, we'll dig into another conspiracy theory next week. Uh, this is this uh, conspiracy theory was brought to you by my bookie. Use the code twelve ounce sports. That's one two OZ sports and get a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a thousand dollars. Be sure to tune into all of the gambling shows here on Twelve Ounce Sports Radio, and then put that knowledge to practice on my bookie. Make sure to use the promo code 12 on Sports. Again, that's 2 oz Sports to get that bonus. You can find their banners and links on every single page on the station site at www.12onsportsradio.com. All right, man. Uh, <laughs> there's uh there's a couple other news stories, very minor news stories that came out. Uh the Olympics got pushed back a year. Uh yeah. Whatever. <laughs> LeBron James got sued $150,000 for posting a picture of him dunking from a game to his Instagram. Uh, And the the guy who took the picture was like, that's my property. You can't post it on your Instagram and is suing him for 150,000 now.
2: Uh, I hope LeBron wins that judgment and gets a teabag of that guy. (laughs) Like what are the odds of the judge handing that down as like a punishment? You know what I mean? That'd be awesome.
1: If this, if he does lose this lawsuit, if this photographer wins this, what does that do for anybody who like posts any type of picture on their social media? Like you can't, I feel like unless it's being used for like monetary purposes, like if LeBron James took that picture and then put it on a poster that he was producing and selling, then yes, you have a claim to that. But because he put it on his Instagram, bro, come on.
2: I mean, everyone knows you do it for the gram. Come on. Oh, God, you didn't spill it, did you?
1: I didn't, but I did get a little, I did get a little meows off the nose.
2: Oh, man, that's a waste of good beer right there. <laughs> uh, uh, in a way, I almost hope that the photographer wins this because then that sets us up for a great way to get famous by manufacturing this lawsuit.
1: Oh, okay. You just start
2: taking pictures and throw them on the gram everywhere. Just pop, 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 and pop. And just pop, wait hey. for –
1: Wait for Fuck Jerry to repost your your meme that you made,
2: right, and then we get sued, and then like people want to interview us and then realize we're super cool and chill, then we get like a free kegerator, and we can do the show right, and we get goats we get a couple goats for fertilizer, though,
1: yeah, 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 we want the fertilizer goats, not the yoga goats. Can we get a couple yoga goats though, just in case
2: well, I feel like we could train the fertilizer goats to be yoga goats because they're all still in the pygmy family, you know they're also the same size goat. Okay. It just has a certain digestive trait, you know. So I feel like we start with the fertilizer groats because we can like rent them out to like schools and like baseball fields and like football fields. Like we can can farm them out to poop on things.
1: Dude, you are treading very close to Tiger King territory right here. You're going to be the goat king. There's going to be some lady in in Florida who probably killed her husband and and, uh, fed him to goats, and she's going to come after you for this.
2: You're probably right. There's probably a Goat King queen out there already. (laughs) We should interview them.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Dude, after this show, seriously, just like as soon as we're done, be like, all right, man, I'm out of here, and then start watching Tiger King. You will be up for the next seven hours finishing it
2: problem i gotta to work tomorrow so i I can't
1: yeah you can yeah you so.
2: can <laughs> actually all right so you want to do this we haven't even talked about this like for real for real for the show but for all our loyal listeners listeners out there do we want to throw this out about the beer punk tournament
1: oh yeah yeah let's put that Is out there oh yeah we could do that in the craft read sports facebook
2: group i mean why not right let's just there's enough degenerates there that really don't like their family enough or are just lonely and drunk and we could do a virtual beer pong tournament.
1: That could be uh that could be a really uh solid thing. By the way, Scott's saying Mookie the Goat King has a ring to it. I I dig that.
2: I got plenty of room for tattoos. <laughs> I mean this this chestal region, that's free. You know, I feel like it's a good place to start with that kind of title. I like it. <laughs> Does he have like a, a goat with like a crown hanging off side, like all Hilter kilter on it? <laughs> like, they have, do they have horns? I like, I remember those rams. <laughs> Plenty of options here.
1: Uh, I would show the picture of Joe Exotic with his tiger that's uh, all over the place and put it over your face right now, since you're going to be Mookie Exotic, the Goat King. Uh, but I don't want to get sued for 150 thousand for using a picture that's not that I didn't We're take
2: quite there yet. <laughs> right, <laughs> We have to pick our spot. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. Okay. So if you guys are, if you're not in the craft brewed sports, Facebook group, go join up. Uh, we'll, we'll post some details about this beer pong tournament that Mookie's putting together.
2: Uh, we'll, if we'll make like, this happen. Could we turn it in for a cause? You know, anytime you say it's for charity, people get real excited. About way
1: it. more about that. How about uh, for uh, making craft brewed sports able to purchase more beer?
2: I support that. (laughs) Just just make it feel like the human fund and don't actually collect any money. But like, just like the tagline, people like, oh, it's for charity. Cool. I'm in. And then we collect $0 because who wants that hassle?
1: Right. Yeah. I don't want to deal with that. Then there's like tax reporting and stuff. We'll make this, we'll figure something out for this. This is literally just coming together on air. So we'll, we'll figure this out.
2: Keeping your Wednesday nights fresh, right?
1: Uh, Trevor Lawrence tried to raise money for people and got shut down. Did you see that?
2: No. What? Who shut him down? The SEC. Supposedly,
1: the, the initial stories were that the NCAA shut him, him and his girlfriend. Him and his girlfriend started to GoFundMe to raise money for people affected by coronavirus. And the NCAA shut it down and said it wasn't allowed. And they were the evil NCAA again. But your boy no. here did some more digging on this story I researched a little bit further it wasn't the NCAA it was Clemson that shut it down because they were afraid of the NCAA NCAA by proxy but it was mainly Clemson for being a bunch of bitches that they were like look Trevor uh you're gonna have to shut this down because you know don't start no shit won't be no shit I guess or, or something
2: <laughs> this is all because William Sweeney is a cocksucker. <laughs> And I mean that in the crash data sense. Like I am saying the word to get thrown on the ball game. William Sweeney is a cocksucker. <laughs> That's why that happened. Period. End of sentence. He was probably butt hurt that he didn't think of it first, and says so like, "Oh no, no, son, you can't be doing that." Or he probably called him boy. He probably, "Oh no, boy, you can't be doing that in here."
1: Oh heck! Oh heck! He you does. can't do that.
2: Oh heck! <laughs> heck yeah! Heck yeah! Whatever. God. Williams is the worst. He he's really literally is. a terrible person.
1: And the only reason why they shut it down is because they're afraid that they were going to lose Trevor Lawrence, and they were like, "You're our golden ticket. If if we don't have you next year, we ain't winning right. shit."
2: The NTA is in their pocket. Let's be honest, right? You got you got Bama, you got LSU for like a year ish. Uh, you got Clemson and. That's basically it. But like those three run the NCAA right now, football wise, because they don't want to screw any of those schools and lose all the revenue. Mm. Fair point. Mm.
1: That's a fair point. Uh, That's a, that's a smoky take right there, Meat. That's, that's, that's a really smoky, meaty take.
2: That's like a, it's like a New York strip (laughs) medium.
1: Uh, uh, all right, real quick before we uh we'll we'll talk about these logos in a second. Uh, but I, uh, let's do last call real fast before I forget, and then we run out of time, and then you know I, there's all that problem to to go through. Uh, but I, I'm not gonna be able to find last call. Yes, I am. Here we go. I'm killing it. I'm killing it, bro. Uh, This is Last Call brought to you by Tavor. All you got to do is use the code 258023 on the payments and credit screen. You get $10 off your second order after placing that first order. If you want to drink delicious beers that you can't find in your local bottle shop, hit up Tavor. Use that code 258023 on the payments and credit screen, uh, and you are going to get shipped beer directly to your door. This week, uh, Drew was drinking Corona.
2: shipping shipping to our door, how much does that cost, Mike, for like, I don't know, 100 beers?
1: You want 100 beers? They'll do it for $15. What?
2: What if I want 50 beers?
1: 50 beers, $15. You want 400 beers? $15.
2: You're telling me I can get as much beer as I want shipped to me for the flat shipping fee of $15.
1: The low-low of $15 flat.
2: (laughs) That is a (laughs) Wow, what a
1: deal. So if you want 100 cans of Meowza from Georgetown Brewing Company in Seattle, Washington, this 8.1% juicy, juicy, pillowy mouthfeel treat, you can do that. And it's just a $15 flat rate shipping. Dude, this beer is so good. I will I will try to save you some. I can't promise anything because...
0: just,
2: just, Just be you, man. Just do it.
1: I'm going to try. I'm going to try to be a good friend and save you some of this. But man, is this a good beer. How's your Corona going down over there?
2: Well, I ran out, so now I'm drinking daddy late. <laughs> <laughs> For real, the best part, we went grocery shopping on Saturday because I was like, babe, we need more food. She's like, we have enough stuff. Stop it. I'm like, but we're running low on beer. She's like, we got to go uh that's why dude, your wife is
1: the best man right there
2: and it knows what's important i, I appreciate <laughs> it uh so we're we're at the we're at the Kroger. we're walking down and we start to, we get to the beer aisle we turn the corner and she's like what are you feeling what do you want to get like do you want craft beer do you want like some whatever we turn the corner i see natterday i'm like done i'm good babe what you need i <laughs> have that 30 rack in natterday and i'm all set so oh
1: man natterday 14.99 for a 30 rack is that what Natterday's okay. is? are they 14.99 that's Hams. Oh. Hams is a fourteen ninety
2: nine. Yeah, Hams. Yeah, but Nattery is like seventeen ninety nine. You know, it's fine. That ain't It'll bad, right? <laughs> but that Meowza though, still super jealous. The the best part though is there's still more of that on Tavor, right? Uh,
1: I don't know. No, probably not because you just get okay. a a new uh, beer like twice a day that they send to you. That they're like, do you want this one? Okay, you want this one? Okay, and that's it. And then at, once it's gone, it's gone because they get a small amount. So it, it, yeah.
2: So it's like it's like small batch booze from all across the country that you can add right. to your car.
1: Exactly. They make uh, it specifically yeah. for Tavor. They're like, here you go, you get this uh, amount, and then they're like, here we go, this is what we're firing up today. And people are like, I want some. They're like, cool, you get it, and they do it until they're out. It's a genius business model.
2: That's brilliant. That's a lot of pressure on your email though. Like you gotta get that thing quick. Dude, I got that. Well, out, that's
1: why you gotta get the app, because then it notifies you. You get the notifications and then bam, right then and there.
2: It's okay. So so go to Tavor.com slash our code, install the app, then use that code.
1: You down you go to Tavor, uh, you search the app store for Tavor, download it, and then use the code two five eight zero two three on the payments and credit are not,
2: screen. Are we not catching are we not catching, you know, kickbacks on the downloads?
1: No, there's, oh, yeah. there's no. They, they just use it. They just use the code on that side. No links.
2: Uh, we'll, we'll have to talk to our legal department about that. <laughs> I feel like we can uh, negotiate a better bargaining deal there. <laughs> okay, we need to do CBA here. You know, the NFL just figured their shit out. So, like, it can't be that hard, right? <laughs>
1: Dude, I want to talk about this uh this Chargers logo uh or the Rams logo that came out uh this week. Say, I'd
2: love to talk about that Chargers logo too, because I don't know what you're about to say. The Chargers
1: so the Chargers are kinda going, they've rebranded slightly. They're gonna go full powder blue in the upcoming season.
2: God yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Uh, There's actually quite a few teams. There's seven teams in total that they're talking about changes to the uniform. Uh, The Rams obviously going with a new logo that kind of looks like a penis. Uh, Then the chargers are going to go powder blue. They're talking about Patriots doing like throwback stuff. And then the Browns are doing like 99 uniform.
2: Yeah. So to match how terrible they were back then about how terrible they're going to be now, they're going to get the ugly ass uniforms. That only makes sense. (laughs)
1: Uh they're they're also talking about the Bucks. Now that Tom Brady's going to the Bucs, they're going new uniforms and they're saying potentially going back to the early two thousands Super Bowl style. Like the the without the weird like the the numbers right now are so like weird and squared off and like futuristic looking, but they were more of a classic number. They didn't have the black on the, the top of the shoulder, it was just like the straight color.
2: It's terrible.
1: No, it's gonna look good, especially if they go back creamsicle too. They could use that, they could bust that one back out. Mm. The Tampa mm. Bay Bucks, as terrible of a franchise as they have always been, I've always loved the creamsicle jerseys.
2: They've they've always looked good, and I think that's the one thing they've had going from the entire time. Um, but 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 see, like that's where I struggle. It's like the Notre Dame green, right? Like, does it lose some of its allure if it's there all the time?
1: Nah, bro. I'm at the age now where I just want all of the throwbacks. Give me all of the throwbacks. Give me the Patriots with the the Pat Patriot on the helmet. Not this new well, new. Fan. Ball. Yeah, yeah. Give me that helmet. Looks oh,
2: uh, like a right fudge packer. I'll say that. <laughs> he's a proper. He's a proper packer. Will you?
1: <laughs> There's actually talk. The NFL is talking about loosening the uh, the helmet rule. Like right now the rule is you're only allowed one helmet. You're not allowed to have multiple helmets. And, and that's why the the color rush jerseys I always felt were crap because you had to design it around the current helmet.
2: Right, right. But like
1: now they're talking about maybe for 2021 allowing them to have multiple helmets. That I doesn't guess.
2: make sense though because it was always a player safety thing. And I actually bought this excuse because I think it's a valid reason where like a helmet, you have it molded your head. And the more you wear it, the more it fits properly so that it absorbs the contact in the right way to protect you. Right. And if you're going to split that wear time, if you will, over two helmets, that, that feels like a step backwards, honestly.
1: Could be, but they don't care about player safety. It really, It that was oh, just a... Oh, right.
2: Cool. All right so <laughs> I forgot about that.
1: But like those Bengals, the Bengals color rush uniforms, when they were like all white with the black stripes, it was like the white tiger. I always thought those were badass, but it only would look good with a white and black helmet. That's the only way it looks good.
2: That'd be so fire. Like some silver throughout too. Oh
1: man. Now see, now you're getting me excited about this idea and I want teams to be able to just go Oregon style. Screw it. Put in like you get, there's 16 games in the season. We're going to have 16 different helmets.
2: Always oh, did it, but that's probably what it was in college. You had a hundred kids you could knock out cold and like backfill. Cold. <laughs> so that's probably why they were allowed to do it back then. Maybe that's why Marcus Mariota is not good in the NFL. Is that he got knocked around so much of the different helmets in college? By the time he got there, he was like, "Wait, so what's happening,
1: dude?" That's not a bad. That's not a bad idea. What you're just, what you're saying right there. Hmm. Mm. You could be on to something <laughs> there, Mook.
2: Hey, maybe. <laughs> we can talk about that tinfoil I had next week, you know?
1: <laughs> We're just inventing our own, uh, our own, uh, conspiracy theories to talk about.
2: Is that not the definition of conspiracy theory?
1: It, it pretty much is. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: support some harebrained idea about something stupid.
1: <laughs> uh, hang on. I want to pull up this, this map. I'm going to pull it up for the people. Um, but well,
2: because, yes, I wait to talk about this
1: because we're living in some
2: map either. I read the topic, but I didn't look at the map.
1: You did not look at the map yet. Okay. All right. Not good.
2: I skipped on purpose,
1: Uh, but I, I can't find it. It's not downloading. Damn, bro. This is not, uh, this is not cool right here.
2: It's that's NC bell life right there. Right. We're going to throw some shade. Uh, we to throw some shade. spectrum up his limit right now. I People might be
1: able it. to hang on. Let me see. I feel like this dude is like protecting his map. Like, he went, he's going to sue us for, for money for trying to save this image and broadcast it on the show.
2: You know, let that asshole pay for a lawyer. Challenge <laughs> him. Do it.
1: I might have found it. We might be all right here. I think I got
2: it's it. The, it's the BroLabs thing, right? Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not.
2: It won't. If you give BroLabs access to your content, you now no longer own it, period. <laughs> A, you basically sign over your children.
1: That's a good point. I wish I had planned ahead of time for this, man. Uh, anyways, this dude came out with a new map, uh, for the districts for Hunger Games. Here, maybe I can, let me just put it over you for a second. We're just, we're just gonna cover Drew for a second and show it here. Uh, so these are the districts as this guy has outlined. District 12, very small there, uh, with some West Virginia love, a little bit of. Oh, this looks. Southeast cool. PA. Uh lots out here in California District One. District Three, interesting scope there going from Vegas up through Utah. What's
2: that little pink ass thing? What's that? What's that pink thing?
1: Uh that's uh I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> District six? Or is that just like now nah, we're good. There's nobody there. I was-
0: Capital city. Is that what that's oh, supposed that's to be? Oh, that's
1: capital city. Yep. Capital city. All right. So, so
2: for a girl looking Tiffany, at glitter, glitter Tift posted this,
1: looking at that map,
2: let's make sure we set our sources here. Sherm. Come on. We're, we're serious journalists.
1: We are serious journalists. Who is the district you got your money on? Whew. Like what area are you feeling 11. pretty confident
2: in? 11. They have all the guns.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm feeling too. It's it's tough. And and 11 has and I'm going to cover you up again. 11's got a big part of the south. I mean, 4 has a good chance because they got Florida Man and Florida Man's crazy. Like no, you always got to give Florida Man a fighting got, chance.
2: A bunch of geriatric motherfucking citizens down there, they're just going to be worthless. Nah, but you, but then they're all
1: high on meth and bath salts.
2: Dude, but like, okay, if you're high in meth and bath salts at in miami is your ass making it to michigan
1: that's a good point (laughs) by the way i don't know where we fall here in cincinnati i don't know if we're in six or if we're in nine it like kind of crosses the i feel like we're almost in nine and in that case i feel a little safer no i want to be in six
2: because my ass is going to canada (laughs) that's our best shot let's be real here (laughs) Thirteen ain't gonna do nothing. Twelve, we got West Virginia. They're just gonna swarm out of the mountains and go. This is our time, boys. We've been playing for this.
1: Well, West Virginia just- was the last state to get uh, a positive test for coronavirus, so they might have yeah, some, the last some state
2: crazy tests to for this shit. Are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> I think we can agree. Ten is probably out because there's only ten people in that whole area. So they're yeah. out. They're not gonna. They're uh, not gonna they do too well. They have a
2: lot well. of food. They have a lot of cattle and stuff.
1: Seven, you're gonna have a lot of hipsters in that in that district. They're not even gonna to want to fight. So count seven out. Yeah. Too yeah, many.
2: A bunch of freaking millennials that don't want to work at anything.
1: <laughs> Too many. People.
2: Although, although if Twitter goes down, they may flip shit and go zombie manic.
1: Oh, that's a good point. That's a that's mm-hmm. a very good point. I still think the eleven's the way to go, man. That that stretch of yeah. of SEC country. Uh, it's just the right mix of crazy and, uh,
2: and weaponry and worst case scenario. You have a large border with Mexico there. You could open it up and like recruit
1: not down there. You can't (laughs) let's not Not, get into the war.
2: (laughs) Are we we opposed to mercenaries now? Are we so refined in 2020 that we won't hire people to help fight our wars (laughs) with us?
1: That was so stupid that we did that.
2: What the stupid map that we just yeah
1: that we just broke that down like that. That was insanely that should, stupid.
2: If sports would come back, this <laughs> right? is why I love the NFL. No, Mike can't be bothered. You know, he's got higher standards or shit to do. Apparently, <laughs> can't can't talk about the NFL draft seventh round to save his life.
1: Uh, this was uh, this was a show, man. We did it. We, we did it.
2: Yeah, we did. We, did. we survived <laughs> another week.
1: Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for sharing out the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you for sticking around for our dumb antics. Uh, I thank hope you me. had fun. I hope it took your mind off of everything, at least for a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, Be sure to follow the show on Facebook. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter and on Instagram at Sports. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. We're on Podbean, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, Apple Podcasts. Hit us up on all of those. Uh, And also be sure to check out all of the shows on 12 Ounce Sports TV. Uh, You can subscribe on all of their social media platforms as well. Just search 12 Ounce Sports uh, at Twelve Ounce Sports on Twitter, they're on Facebook as well, YouTube, uh, Twitch. Hit them up; they're a, a good group of dudes that uh, and ladies that are doing awesome stuff. So be sure to support them. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Maybe have a panel of guests. Who knows? We'll see. Mookie, have a great right. week. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. We out.